Today on Building in Faith with Pastor Ed Jones. Building in Faith. We sometimes think, well, the only way I'm going to hear God's voice if I go to this real deep spiritual leader, or if I go to this conference, or I go to this or that. No. God can speak through ordinary people. God can speak through the person sitting next to you and sitting behind you, and the person you meet in the restaurant, the person that knows the Lord and doesn't know the Lord. God speaks through ordinary people. Reaching up high with arms open wide we see You're changing our lives so we can be our hands and Today, Pastor Ed will be encouraging us to pray for the Lord to give us ears to hear what He is saying to us on an individual basis. All throughout the Bible, the Lord spoke to His people. He spoke to Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden, and He spoke to the seven churches in the book of Revelation. Just as the Lord encouraged, rebuked, and gave direction to the saints within the pages of the Bible, so too He is speaking to you. He speaks through His Word, but also through other people in your life. Now here's Pastor Ed with today's edition of Building in Faith. going to open the Bible to the book of Isaiah, the 30th chapter, verses 20 and 21. Now, Isaiah chapter 30, verses 20 and 21. Although the Lord gives you the bread of adversity and the water of affliction, your teachers will be no more, be hidden no more. With your own eyes, you will see them. Now, I want to just stop and make a comment. He's talking about the prophets, the spiritual leaders in the nation of Israel. Uh, They had gone through times of difficulty, and these prophets were going to help them to understand how to navigate through that and what their response to those difficulties would be. And he said, your teachers will no longer be hidden. So they were going to see the people that God was using to teach them Because sometimes God is wanting to teach us and we simply miss it. We're blind to it. We don't see, we don't hear, we don't sense. And so he's telling them, be hidden no more. With your eyes you will see them. Whether you turn to the right or to the left, your ears will hear a voice behind you saying, this is the way Walk in it. On our first week, we talked about hearing God's voice in our circumstances. God speaks through the events and circumstances of our life. Oftentimes, oftentimes he's orchestrating them. God also speaks, in the second week, we talked about God speaks through his word. His word speaks to us. It's not a dead historical book, just meant to gather dust on the shelf. No, it's a book that speaks to us where we are in our present condition. And God speaks to us through people, through people. A young boy, 13 years old, goes to Percy Crawford's 
Camp. Anybody remember the name Percy Crawford? Uh, he, he was a well, well-known preacher years ago. And the camp is in the Poconos. This young 13-year-old boy is athletic. Uh, he's full of energy and life. And the camp counselor notices in him a soft spot for God. And so the camp counselor takes him and begins to open the scriptures to him. They're sitting under a tree. And this young boy senses the call of God on his life. He goes home after the camp. And his parents see a difference in him. They can see a brightness and a, something happened. And he says, I'm called of God to preach. Well, as many teenagers and as many of us, even as adults, God speaks to us as time passes. It seems that his voice fades with the passing of time. And that vision, that encounter, somehow becomes, I don't know, distant to us. And we don't remember it as clearly. And that's what happened with this young boy until God spoke again to him. In an unusual way. He's now living in Florida. And he's watching a documentary that's on television just at that time. It's a documentary not about preachers or church or anything. It's a documentary about the Holocaust. And somehow through the tragedy of that Holocaust, he hears again the voice of God calling him to be a preacher. Now he responds, he's encouraged by mentors in the church, and he goes off to Bible college, and there in Bible college, you always have questions, you know, and there the head of the college, known for his preaching skill and teaching skill throughout our country, Dr. Leonard Hero, says to this young boy in a small meeting in his his senior year, uh, his, uh, senior year uh, by graduating college, he says to him, you're called to preach. And the words were like lightning. He realized that God was calling him to be a preacher. Now he's sitting in our audience. It's Ron Conti. God speaks through people. Notice the way that God spoke to Pastor Ron. A counselor in a camp sees God stirring in his heart. And then he hears God speak. And then later on, just watching a television program about the Holocaust. And God speaks. And then through one of the great preachers of that time. The preacher speaks and gives a word of knowledge. There's a call. We have to intentionally listen if we're going to hear God's voice. I want to read to you some of the words of Dallas Willard. Dallas Willard was a spiritual mentor uh, to many He was a a leader who 
really wrote about the spiritual life and understood a lot about it. Here's what Dallas Willard said. I believe I can say with assurance that God's speaking in union with the human voice and the human language is the primary objective way in which God addresses us. That is, of all the ways in which the message comes from outside the mind or personality of the person addressed, it most commonly comes through a human being. What has God said to you this year? What has he been talking to you about? Have you heard his voice? We sometimes think, well, the only way I'm going to hear God's voice if I go to this real deep spiritual leader or if I go to this conference or I go to this or that. No, God can speak through ordinary people. God can speak through the person sitting next to you and sitting behind you and the person you meet in the restaurant, the person that knows the Lord and doesn't know the Lord. God speaks through ordinary people. The religious leaders were so angry with Jesus. They were enraged with him. The children were singing and there were adults singing. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. Uh, They were pointing to Jesus as Messiah. And they were Religious leaders wanted to rebuke those children, stop those people. Uh, Here's what Jesus said in response to them. They're saying, do you hear what these children are saying, they asked him. Yes, replied Jesus. Have you never read from the lips of children and infants you have ordained praise? A little child comes and Maybe they're praying at the table and that prayer grips your heart. You're so worried about something and that child simply says, well, can't God help us? And it's like an arrow in your heart. Ah, Lord, I need to trust you. God speaks in incredible ways. He speaks to a prophet through a a great fish. Remember Jonah. He speaks to an erring leader by the rooster crow, Peter. He speaks to a self-willed prophet, a donkey. God speaks. Are we listening? We have to intentionally prepare ourselves to hear or else we can simply miss it when he speaks. He'll use simple people. In Proverbs 12, 15, I love the message. Fools are headstrong and do what they like. Wise people take advice. The way of a fool is right in his own eyes. But a wise man listens to advice. God can lift a conversation out of a table. Maybe that person doesn't even know you well. 
and they simply say something when you're eating together and that phrase is lifted up by the Spirit and planted in your heart and you know that you know that you know it's God's voice. He may be watching a movie and there you're watching a movie and a scene comes up. Something is said and you know the Holy Spirit is applying that to your heart. Wait a minute, wait. Does anybody know what I'm talking about? Okay. I want to know you're, you're there because God does speak if, if we listen. Now, God will speak through the simple. He'll speak through the wise. It, again, a fool is headstrong. They do what they like. So if you're deciding, I'm going to do this no matter what. If you have the attitude that I'm all, I'm right, always right, well, you, you're not going to hear God. All you're going to hear is yourself. And if God does speak, you'll have uh, your ears closed, your eyes closed, and your heart hardened. Several years ago, a number of years ago, I was going through a very difficult time personally in my family life. And just a number of things happening in our house. And at the same time, we were going through some real difficult times in the church. And both things converged. And so I, I went to a Christian counselor, a godly man. And I sought counsel numerous times so that I would keep my bearings so that I would have a compass to know, all right, I need to understand my emotions, my feelings, everything I'm going through. I believe that God sets up people in the kingdom that could be mentors, wise counselors, people that will help us to navigate through those hard times. And so as Christians, we want to recognize that God speaks in a multitude of ways. I think about how sometimes the advice that people are seeking is the advice they want to hear. Let me just say that again. The advice they're seeking is the advice they want to hear. And so, whether subconsciously or consciously, they go to a wise mentor, they go to a counselor, and they present one side of the story. And so all that counselor has or all that mentor has is the information there. For example, there were uh, two women, not in our church, but there were these two women, and they were very, very unhappy with their husbands. They said their husbands are so cheap. Both of them had the same complaint. Well... They went to the counselor, they talked to the counselor, and so it sounded terrible, like those husbands were absolutely controlling, cheap. But then when other information came out, well, one of them was trying to start a new business and was taking the resources to invest it in that new business so it would get going, so eventually they would have more money. And taking the seed and planting it. And the other one, well, he knew how much he needed for a budget to buy a new house. 
When you seek advice, don't just tell one side, but tell the other person's perspective as well if you want wise counsel. Because if you give partial information, you'll get faulty counsel. We need to be recognizing that God will speak through ordinary people, the simple, the wise, he'll speak. But God also speaks through his anointed servants. Now, I need an amen on that one. (laughs) God speaks through anointed people, anointed servants. And in Revelation, we have this text. He who has an ear, let him hear what the Spirit says to the churches. Seven times, seven times in the book of Revelation, every time God is talking to the church, Jesus is talking to the church, he says, he that has an ear, let him hear. He that has an ear, let him hear. See, God will speak to those who listen. And the first thing I I, I put down was God speaks through preachers. Can I have an amen? (laughs) Maybe a little louder to help this preacher. (laughs) God speaks through those who teach and preach his word. In Thessalonians, Paul the apostle said, And we also thank God continually because when you have received the word of God, which you heard from us, you accepted it, not as a word from men, but as it actually is, the word of God, which is at work in you who believe. When we preach the word of God, one of the things that we do in our church is we pray. And I believe there are times that in the preaching of the word of God, there's a word of wisdom, a word of knowledge, we're operating not just in a teaching mode, but in a prophetic mode, that God is working through the sermon. All of a sudden, something that wasn't planned in the sermon is said. And that one phrase or that thought lands in someone's heart, and that's like an aha moment, a light going on. God is speaking. On vacation, I remember praying, Lord, Speak to me. And I'd go to a church and hear the pastors preaching, and I said, wow, does he have my cell phone number? Does he have my email? I mean, he's really, God, you really answered. You're speaking to me. So God will speak through the preaching of his word. Now, I want to say this, and I want to say it as wisely as I, I can. Don't just listen to the preaching from behind this pulpit in our church, connect with some good preachers on the, you know, we have iTunes, and and it's so many good teachers and preachers. That's why we do what we do in our small groups. But make sure, underline this, bold it, make sure they're preaching the word. They're preaching the scriptures. They're not just talking about cultural things and making the culture into the gospel. So be discerning. One of my favorite preachers is Tim Keller. I love listening to Tim Keller preach. I don't listen to him all the time, but I'll listen to a series of sermons that he preaches, and it, and it feeds my soul. I'll listen to others that I feel like they're blessing. So develop a taste to eat the word of God. When you come to church and say, Lord, I, I, I want to listen. I want to hear what you have to say. Then there is... And you need, in a sense, when you hear the preaching, you need to be able 
to say, is that what the Bible is saying? Is that what the Bible is saying? Because no preacher is perfect. Then I put down, and this is really important because I want you to track with me on this. Then there's the prophetic. There's the prophetic. Now, Paul, who's mentored Timothy about 17 years at this time, says, do not neglect the spiritual gift you received through prophecy spoken over you when the elders of the church laid their hands on you. Let me first speak to those who work in the prophetic. Remember this, and I want the congregation to say this with me, okay? There are no Protestant popes. No, no, I need you all to say that with me. There are no Protestant popes. So, what I mean by that is this. The preacher is not infallible, nor is the prophet infallible. The word of God is infallible, yes. Here's some common good advice. If for some reason you happen to be um, upset with someone, don't go and give them a prophecy. That's going to leak through. (laughs) If perhaps you're in disagreement with them on something, don't happen to give them a prophecy. Now, because you know something doesn't mean that God always wants you to say something. There are many things that the Holy Spirit has shown me that he has said you're not to say. He's come to me in dreams, and he's come to me in different ways, and he says, you're not to say it. You're to pray about it. So those who are greatly used by God, in a sense, recognize that they have feet of clay. They're part of the human race, so we're all, all frere. Uh, this year alone, in about one year's time, I've gotten about six prophetic words, all different people, some inside the church, some outside the church. And I value that. I pray over that. That being said, sometimes people who move in the prophetic what happens is when they, when they have a word, that word may be interpreted a little different than the Holy Spirit meant or applied in a way that maybe it's not what God was fully intending to say. And sometimes a prophetic word is right spot on. And sometimes even prophecies from behind this pulpit or from, for someone in the congregation, sometimes people give a prophetic word and then they keep on going on and it's more their feelings, their thoughts. The Bible says to judge prophecy. Now it doesn't mean you're judgmental. It means that you listen and you discern. What we need as a church and as a people of God is to be discerning. I've seen people who haven't been discerning, and when they haven't been, they've received some type of word, and they went way off the deep end. God's going to use you greatly. Well, praise the Lord. God's going to do that. You've got to be, in a sense, realistic. And what happens is you've got to be able to, to hear God and speak. And so you, so you pray. And I would say to those who are moved in the prophetic, don't be upset if people don't always listen to you. That's between them and God. 
Can you hear His voice? Stop and ask yourself that simple question. When was the last time I spent time alone with God and simply listened for His still, small voice? If you're like most people, the hustle and bustle of life gets in the way of taking time to hear from God. We hope today's broadcast was a helpful reprieve from the busyness of life. It's our prayer that you did hear God's voice as Pastor Ed taught through the Scriptures today. You've been listening to Building in Faith, the radio ministry of Dr. Edward Jones of Faith Assembly in Poughkeepsie, New York. Now we want to encourage you to log on to buildinginfaithradio.com to spend some time getting to know us and to stay current with what's being broadcasted here on Building in Faith. At the website, you'll find today's message for you to listen to again, download, or even post to your Facebook page to share with your family and friends. Again, that's all available when you log on to buildinginfaithradio.com. Or if you'd like, you can always give us a call. Our phone number is 845-462-5955. That's 845-462-5955. Well, that's all the time we have for today. In the next edition of Building in Faith, Pastor Ed will continue teaching through his series entitled, Can You Hear His Voice? So be sure to join us. Until then, may God richly bless you. Your word restores.